Is your hunger coming from your head or your heart or your stomach? Do internal battles and food issues drive your appetite? Can you relearn how to have a healthy relationship with food? You bet you can. Let's go from head and heart hunger to transformation. Don't go anywhere. Looking to change up your vitamin routine? ProCare has a new multivitamin soft chew that comes with three delicious fruit flavors. With flexible dosing, you can accommodate your whole family's vitamin needs, and it even includes iron. Paired with calcium chews and our new protein powder, Visit ProCareNow.com and use code SUSAN10 to save 10%. Hi, I'm registered dietitian nutritionist, Dr. Susan Mitchell, ex-radio dietitian turned podcaster. You're listening to the Bariatric Surgery Success Podcast, episode number 106. We're going to cut through the nutrition and health hype so that you have accurate nutrition information to use every day, worthy of your time and all of your efforts. I want you to feel well every day. Get out there and do the things you want to do. This podcast is for you. I want to give a shout out today to Christina, who said, Dr. Susan, thank you so much for all you do. So much of my success is due to your podcast knowledge and education. Well, Christina, your feedback and your support make what I do day to day so worthwhile and and rewarding. My goal is for your success. Thank you so much. Well, joining me in the studio is Caitlin Skaggs, the executive manager with New Hope Girls, which is based in the Dominican Republic and fights trafficking, abuse, and exploitation. Their mission to rescue girls and empower women. As their stateside representative, Caitlin works to grow awareness of this mission, and much of her work supports the workshop component. And as the demand for their beautiful bags grows, so does the need to hire more women. And here today, also, Atlanta-based psychologist, Dr. Connie Stapleton. Well, you already know that Dr. Connie brings her vast experience in the mental health aspects of bariatrics to the table every single time. She gets right to the core of the issues and always shares practical ways for you to improve your relationships with food, with other people, but most importantly, with yourself. So you can find links in the show notes to Dr. Connie's website, as well as her podcast called Barry Aftercare. You'll also find the website and the social media links for New Hope Girls. Welcome, Caitlin and Dr. Connie. Thanks, Susan. Welcome, Caitlin. It's nice to meet you. Oh, thank you. It's so good to be here. So nice to meet you as well. Well, there's a significant emotional connection to food and food choices, from stress to abuse to trauma. What goes on in the heart and the head affects what happens with food. And I've seen this for years and years from a stress eating standpoint. Caitlin, girls come into your care center with significant trauma. How do you see this show up around mealtimes? Are there observable signs? Yeah, absolutely. As you noted, our girls come to us living through extreme trauma in every sense of the word, physical, sexual, emotional, and also chronic malnutrition. So for years, many of our girls have lived with food insecurity, and we see that show up at mealtime very regularly. We have girls that will sneak food or hide handfuls in their pockets. Again, this is reflecting the life of trauma that they lived through. We also have girls who will overeat and they actually make themselves sick, but it's because this is the first time there's actually enough on the table and they don't yet know how to gauge their hunger. 
So a lot of the work we do with our girls starts in the dining room, helping them have a healthy relationship with food. Um, It relates to trust and to safety. Can they trust there will be enough? Can they trust that they'll feel safe with us? Will there be another meal? So there's this tremendous amount of work that happens around mealtime. Well, Dr. Connie, how have you seen abuse and trauma, food insecurity, bullying that we've talked about in the past affect relationships with food? You know, the primary kinds of trauma that I've seen with the patients who are preparing for bariatric surgery are primarily related to emotional eating. And this often develops as a coping skill because a lot of the people having surgery, like a lot of people everywhere, have experienced verbal or physical or emotional abuse, either at home or, like you said, Susan, by bullying at school from peers. And the other form of abuse that I hear about a lot related to the development of an unhealthy relationship with food. And of course, this leads to the development of obesity for a lot of people is sexual abuse during childhood. It's, you know, it's not as common that I hear about food insecurity, although from time to time I do hear about that. But as Caitlin said, you know, a majority of the patients that I work with, just like the women that she's working with, um, need to relearn or learn for the first time how to have a healthy relationship with food and learn to deal with their emotions related to whatever trauma they've experienced so that they don't use food for those emotional reasons. So it's just trauma all around. Right. And the good news is, though, is that with the right care and the right guidance, they can relearn this and they can learn for the first time. Caitlin, how do you help your girls identify where they're feeling hunger, in other words, or their stomach or their heart? Because that's got to be a totally new concept to them. Yeah, it really is. Uh, It really is. And one one way we do so is when we see them going back for seconds or maybe even thirds, we just gently come alongside them and we ask them where they're feeling their hunger. Is it in their stomach or is it in their heart? And at first, that question may be obscure to some of them. They may not quite know how to answer or what we're even getting at, but that's okay because healing takes time and patience and entering to those hard places with other people. So we ask and little by little, we help them start to understand the feelings and honestly, that they're just safe, that it is about food, but it's about so much more than food. And it's okay that it takes time. I think in our country, everything is about right now, next 15 seconds. Can you have that done? And we forget that these things have taken a long time to build up and we need time to address them. Dr. Connie, when you recognize food issues brought on from prior life events, how do you start someone on the way to healing their past and healing that relationship with food so they can move forward? Well, you know, as you and Caitlin were both talking about it, it's a matter of awareness because people, like you said, not only is our country want, want to get everything done now, patients want the surgery to fix their issues. And so this concept of becoming aware of, a, is this a head issue or is this a stomach issue? Or if there's past trauma or issues to deal with, I really encourage people to seek individual therapy because it's not likely that on their own, you know, just like Caitlin gently asks these questions, where do you feel the hunger? Unless you have somebody teaching you these things, just like you teach nutrition, Susan, people aren't going to be aware. And so I really encourage people to seek 
help either in individual therapy or group therapy. And that helps too, because then they recognize that they're not alone with these struggles. And it is going to take time to have the awareness of head hunger, emotional hunger, or is this really physical hunger? And that is why we call it a transformation and a journey, right? For <laughs> and, sure. And, and instead of, okay, by tomorrow, I want you to do so-and-so. That's just not yes. reality. So, Caitlin, how does healing begin around food for the girls and the women that you work with? Yeah, well, Dr. Connie brought up something that is so important, that the work around food is part of a more robust trauma-informed therapy approach we take with our girls. So I think that she brought up that really important point that yes, it's about food. And yes, there's some very direct interventions that we put in place around meal times, but it's also part of a more robust care plan with each and every girl that addresses her unique journey and her unique transformation. But as it relates to the dining room, we know that predictability is huge. We call it predictability. Um, listeners may call it meal planning, but we post a daily menu. So our girls know food is coming and they also know what it will be. That helps them feel more in control of something that has felt so out of control in the past. Um, we also know that healing pathways happen in community, community like what we're experiencing right now in this very conversation. We have set meal times and our girls dine together with their caregivers. Older girls help inform how the younger girls act at mealtime. They show them, they model, they sit for the meal. And for some of them, they use utensils for the first time. Um, we serve food family style, so they have the opportunity to explore what a portion look like, looks like. And they have the opportunity to ask for seconds and have those conversations around where the hunger is coming from. Um, so we really want to make it less about the food and more about all the interacting happening around it. Um, but we know that it's it's hard work. Healing and transformation are hard work, but the relationships and the community aspect of it is so important for that work to happen and for transformation to thrive. You know, healing and transformation are such hard work, but women helping women, so very powerful. And I'm thinking about the meal plans and such you just mentioned, because post-bariatric surgery, nutrition and meal plans, maybe not talked about like they should have been before your surgery, but become so critical learning that at every meal, protein is first and that protein can make such a difference in how you feel, which then affects your healing and then affects your transformation. So Dr. Connie, you just uh, shared some ways to get started, but you know how hard it is to stay focused. We tend to do that negative self-talk. We're failures. We're not going to move ahead. Okay, I've done. I'm I'm been done in. It's just going to happen. So how do you continue to kick to the curb that cycle of old returning habits over and over and replace it with cycles of empowerment? I love this conversation because it just all <laughs> plays together. Caitlin was talking about let's make it less about the food and more. And I love working on let's make it more about living your life. And with Susan's work about putting food as a nutritious kind of endeavor, you know, it's so it works so together hand in hand, but refraining from returning to those old unhealthy habits is truly possible. But as both of you said, it is hard work and it works. You can do it. There are so many people who do what it takes is a willingness, a willingness to put forth that effort. It has to be there. 
because we have these really ingrained habits and a lot of it is that negative self-talk. So learning the benefits of replacing the self-talk and it's just done by replacing it. When you recognize it, say something more neutral or positive, let that go, move on, learn healthy coping skills and let go of that negative self-talk. And it's a really great, pardon the pun, recipe for success. <laughs> it is. And really getting rid of that negative self-talk. And everyone does it. I don't care if it's trauma, abuse, bariatric surgery, or just anybody and everybody. We tend to fill our heads with the negative instead of the positive. And stopping that and turning it around with compassionate, positive self-talk, like you just said, Dr. Connie, to me is critical. And that's part of what moves you forward. I'm thinking about my listeners right now, my community, going through their own transformation journey, just like your girls, Caitlin. It might may not be the exact same type of hard as what your girls have experienced. And in some ways it may be, but they, my, my community certainly been through a lot. Caitlin, from your experience, do you have any words uh, you'd like to share with my community? Oh, absolutely. Well, first, I just love that we're more alike than we're different, right? Transformation is a concept that binds us all together. And I think that that's so special. As we've had this conversation today, we've uncovered so many similarities and threads of connection. Um, what I really love about transformation, what I hope that your community hears, is that we're all a work in progress. We all have a journey. And one of the things we share with our girls on their journey are these words, created for more. You are created for more. Your messes, your hardships, your challenges, they don't define you. You have an untouchable worth. So I hope that each listener will put one foot in front of the other with confidence that you are worth every bit of that work and transformation is indeed possible. Powerful words. I love them. I love them, Caitlin. And transformation definitely binds our communities together. You are a big believer in transformation as I am. And I believe that we are created for more. Dr. Connie, when you start to feel hopeless and like a failure, going back to that head hunger, and you were just giving us one tip on stopping um, self-talk by just saying, no, I'm not going to say that, changing that. Any other words on how to stay focused on the fact that you are created for more? Well, first of all, let me thank both of you. Those are brilliant, powerful, and the most hopeful words. You are created for more. And I know that you guys have, um, have a website where you, and I bought those shirts, created for more. I think those are such powerful words. And I always tell patients, if I could give them one gift that would make a huge difference in the way they treated themselves, which would also include the way they they eat, it, it would lead to healthier eating and getting more exercise for your body. So the gift would be to use those kind, forgiving, accepting, and compassionate words that they use with all these other people. So the way to do it is just to do it. And then I would also encourage them to get some individual and or group therapy. Agree. Treat yourself that same loving way that you do those you love. I'm all about empowering my community to know they are worth it, to learn how to use food and nutrition to be healthy so they can then do what you both are talking about, which is move forth and have the energy and the brain power with their journey and their transformation and to live life. 
Caitlin, I love that New Hope Girls empowers women and provides a place of, <clears throat> excuse me, refuge and transformation. So I want my listeners to understand about your workshop for adult women where you make these beautiful products and how this really can tie us all together, women helping women. Yeah, absolutely. Well, our workshop is a beautiful place of light and hope and healing. It's where adult women enter into transformational employment. They're paid a living wage, treated with honor, and we mentor them. We surround them in community that's supportive and uplifting. So each and every day they come to work and they sew these beautiful bags. And the sale of the bag not only ensures that they'll have a job, but the proceeds funnel back into our work of rescue with our little girls and into the care of our young girls as they embark on their healing journey. So really the workshop is about breaking cycles of exploitation and replacing them with cycles of empowerment. Exactly what we're all trying to do. I'm so pleased to be a partner with New Hope Girls as your fabulous bags and the t-shirts that Dr. Connie was talking about and your other products enhance and support the transformation of my community, who in turn can support the women in your community with hope to change their life. It's powerful. I love it. So if we want to support New Hope Girls by purchasing any of your beautiful products, how exactly can we do that? You can go to our website, newhopegirls.com, and use the code TRANSFORM15 to receive 15% off your purchase. So this is just our way of thanking you, thanking your community for being on this journey with us. Um, it's our way of inviting you into our story to walk with us each and every day. And just know that each bag is handmade by one of our amazing artisans and carries our message of hope and healing. It will come to you with a tag that shows you who made your back. You'll see her picture and you'll see her signature as she signs off that she was the one that made the bag. And she also shares a little of her story. So it's incredibly personal. It's so special. And it shows you the direct impact you have through your purchase. Women helping women. It's a powerful thing. What last thought do you want to leave us with, Dr. Connie? I just love this. <laughs> The importance of, you know, supporting the women in the community, it just cannot be understated. And I love the options available on your website. I did a little shopping of my own last night. So, so many of us, so many of us have things to order, overcome so that we can build a brighter future, but not just for ourselves, for the people who are in our lives. And we all need support to do this. So supporting others, learning to be supported by others, and most of all, being supportive of ourselves is so critical to becoming the more we were created for. Thank you, Caitlin. Thank you, Dr. Connie, for helping us see that you can go from head and heart hunger to transformation and that while you're in the midst of this transformation, you're transforming yourself. And then through projects like New Hope Girls, you're transforming friends, family, and all the community that Caitlin is working with. Thank you both so much. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much for having me. 
If you have any questions that you want Dr. Connie to answer the next time she's here, contact me through my website, breakingdownnutrition.com. You'll see contact us at the top of the page. You can also post your question in the private Facebook group called Bariatric Surgery Success with Dietitian Dr. Susan Mitchell. So if you haven't joined, come on. You can find that link also in the show notes. Or if you're not receiving the weekly newsletter, Breaking Down Nutrition uh, newsletter, you can find that on my website as well. You'll be the first to hear about products, recipes, uh, episodes, whatever's going on. I'm all about your success because you're worth it. Bariatric Surgery Success with Dietitian Dr. Susan Mitchell is produced and owned by Practicalories LLC. All rights reserved. Remember, the content provided on this podcast is for information purposes only and doesn't create a patient-provider relationship. It's intended to provide reference material and is not designed to provide medical advice. Please consult your healthcare provider regarding any medical issues you have relating to symptoms, conditions, diseases, diagnosis, treatments, and side effects. Podcast guests express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions which do not necessarily reflect or agree with the host, Dr. Susan Mitchell, or Practicalories, LLC.